The Gospel-Shaped Home Podcast is a family discipleship resource from Providence Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina that aims to equip you and your family to be on mission with God to the end of the street and the ends of the earth. Welcome back to another episode of Gospel-Shaped Home. I am Andy Owens, pastor of Family Discipleship, and I felt like it was time to bring back my original guest on this podcast, and that is Daniel Savage. Daniel, welcome back. Yes, long overdue. Yes, I'm glad you're here. I, I've, I think I've talked with a lot of folks on staff since you and I did our first five episodes on family worship, and it just seems like uh, people need to hear from you again. So, Well, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Thanks for asking me. You're welcome. So what I want to talk about right now, just have a quick conversation about what discipleship is and specifically how discipleship and specifically our role as parents to disciple our children is not limited to family worship time, going to church, doing overtly spiritual activities, right? It's not just when we read the Bible, when we pray together, when we sing together. Those are foundational, important. This is not at all an an, uh, attempt to undervalue those things. But let me start with reading a verse from Philippians 4. This is Philippians 4, 9, and I think it will make it clear where we're going in this conversation. Paul writes to the church at Philippi, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So Paul, he lived, he served, he labored, he taught in such a way that he could write back to this church and say what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. This is a call to uh, imitation, but in a sense, an all of life imitation. So why don't we start out, Daniel, just tell me, what do you think discipleship is? I think it's, you know, just starting with this verse as a jumping off point. I think discipleship is helping other people follow Christ. The the idea of a disciple is a learner. And so, you know, discipleship is teaching. And typically when we think of teaching, a lot of times we think of like a teacher in a classroom or a, a preacher even in a church that's teaching, but as he articulates here, there's a lot of different ways to teach. There's speaking, there's modeling, there's encouraging, and that is what Paul is advocating as discipleship. The way to teach someone to follow Christ is to tell them about following Christ and then to show them what it looks like to follow Christ. Kind of so bring them alongside you as you follow Christ. That's exactly right. And I think there was there's probably a better understanding of that in the first century, that kind of their whole idea of discipleship. That's what they thought of. We probably have narrowed that to, I need to teach you these ideas. I need to... Certain set of truths that yeah. I need to make sure you've mastered. Right. Uh, which is certainly a part of it and Absolutely. can't be done without it. But the modeling is a big piece of it that, uh, that I think is you know, maybe more relevant in parenting than any other form of discipleship because it it requires spending time together, living life together. And even as I was thinking about, you know, kind of what we were going to talk about, I was just thinking uh, our kids see more of our lives than anyone else. If you include, you know, you and your spouse together. So they are going to see uh, not just what you think and believe, but how you act, how you live it out. So... That's great. And part of the reason I want to talk about this is because we I don't want there to be a false dichotomy in our understanding as a church about what it means to disciple our children. We uh, you may have heard me say at some point we want to we want our children's ambitions and their sights to be set on heaven 
not Harvard. That's from Chat Bettis, Disciple Making Parent, and Harvard being symbolic of any worldly success. And obviously, Harvard's not inherently wrong or bad. Um, actually started as a theological training ground. But we talk about, hey, the goal of a Christian parent shouldn't be to make their child the most successful athlete or student or dancer or singer or whatever thing it is that, that you and your family are into, but it should be to raise them up to be followers of Jesus. But I don't want people to hear that and think, oh, our kids don't do sports because we disciple them, or our kids aren't engaged in the arts because we disciple them, but rather we want to disciple our kids through their schoolwork and their sports and their extracurricular and social activities. We want to disciple them in a sense in all of life. And so that's why I think this is a a worthwhile topic to think about on here. And so I'll just throw out I love your kind of explanation of discipleship, just helping someone else follow Christ. And I think it's learning because it does fundamentally mean disciple as a learner. It means learning to live all of life in reliance on the grace of Jesus, under the authority of Jesus, all of life constantly being renewed according to the word of God and the Bible and shaped by God's purposes in the world. It's it's our whole being, in a sense, being apprenticed to King Jesus for his purposes in the world. And so mm-hmm. discipleship in the home is trying to help our kids have that vision of their lives as belonging to King Jesus. So let's talk for just a minute about the value and the relationship between planned, intentional discipleship activities like family worship, reading the Bible, prayer, church, participation, service, and then these unplanned not as overtly spiritual, but nevertheless valuable discipleship opportunities in everyday life. Yes. Let me just say one thing about what you just said about the separating those two things. I think, I think about that a lot because my, my kids are now 11, nine and seven, and they're starting to display some strengths and things that they're good at. Yeah. And what I'm, what I'm talking to them about regularly now is God gave you that. You know, you are a steward of that. So when I think, sometimes we think of academics and sports and arts as the enemy of discipleship, but really we want to take those things under the conformity of They're the Christ. realm of right. discipleship and or the context, canvas. Right. So I want, I do want my, I want my son to, to be the best athlete he can be. I want my daughter to be the best student she can be I, I, or whatever their strengths are. I just want to help them now to understand that it's for the glory of God that they, they don't have anything they haven't received. And so I'm pushing them to be the best for the glory of God. How do you use this to expand God's kingdom and to be a light in the darkness? So trying to start that early. But yeah. thinking about the relationship between kind of formal discipleship instruction plan times yeah, versus kind of all of life and as part of discipleship, I think they, first I would say they have to go together. You can't do, you know, I hear some people, uh, sometimes they dismiss the formal times because they say, well, I'm doing it as we go, you know, in the car and along the road, kind of Deuteronomy 6, they, they interpret that to mean, well, it doesn't need to be formal. I can do it as we, you know, as life comes up. And that's certain, there, there's certainly some truth to that, that, that we can, we can't, we should be doing that as we go in the car at the game, on the walk, whatever, but paired with intentional times, um, just makes that that much more um, effective, you know. Fruitful. So, yeah. so 
show, and there's a lot that's taught in the intentionality. So when you devote time to devotions or prayer or going to church, any of those things that are Godward, um, sort of explicitly Godward, it is it is teaching your kids. They're learning about your priorities. They're learning about what you think is important. And so when you set aside even a few minutes to read the Bible or to pray, they're learning about what you think is important. And that, that that's where it starts to even that is is going into the modeling, uh, and then that gives you all the you know kind of build springboards into those as you go moments where right. you know you're this kind is, of loaded with things you can bring right. up and talk about in that's those right. moments. This is this oh guys this this sunset reminds me of that song we read the other night you know or you know when your son or daughter comes to you and they have an issue with a friend or something happened, a conversation that they're trying to debrief with you about to be able to point back to, Hey, we read something about that the other day. Do you remember that when we were, we were reading in whatever Philippians or do you remember what God said about that? How does that apply here? It just, it, it gives you those kind of natural springboards and opportunities to not just weigh in with your opinions, but to point back to the word. And you're, again, you're modeling that you're, you're living life submitted to the word, looking to God and trying to, to receive his direction. That's great. And I think one other thing that, that is helpful to say here is that discipleship always happens in the context of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, uh, if it's good discipleship, it's a growing relationship, a growing in trust, growing in love, hearts being knit together in love. And and so there there would be, a I think, a pretty significant danger if our kids perceived mom and dad's interest in me is only to tell me things from the Bible or to only take me to church. But when we're done with that, they don't really care about me or love me. And and so I think that's just another benefit of, of doing things together like bike rides and playing basketball or soccer or cooking a meal together or reading a story together and and um and because you're always you're always deepening the relationship you're widening the channels for communication and you're communicating to your to your children you're important to me i love you mm-hmm. and that in a sense reaffirms and strengthens those intentional times of discipleship of hey mom and dad are telling me these things and taking time out of our schedule to uh, help us understand God's word because they care for me, because they love me. And so this is just an example from our family. Last night, we it, it was one of the first nights we felt like it was cool enough to do this. We uh, we have a, uh, a little new, new used fire pit that we got, and we made a fire outside in the evening, and we had a little family devotion time outside by the fire. We were reading John's Gospel because two of our kids are in student ministry. Student ministry is going through John's Gospel. So we read a section of John's Gospel. We talked about it for a few minutes. We sang a little bit. We prayed together. And we had s'mores. And we turned on the Lord of the Rings audiobook that we listened to as a family and sat around the fire um, listening to a really good story. And so those are different in some ways, but really connected and similar. And I think... Their, uh, the value of both kind of rises um, because we did the other, if that makes sense. And so I think of both of those as really significant investments in our kids. Mm-hmm. One is just more fun entertainment, but time together. And one is in, you know intentional discipleship. Mm-hmm. So any examples from your own family or, or just things you see as highly valuable, like relational investment opportunities? Yeah, and it, this is a simple one. It's changed a lot over the years, but just the nighttime routine. So that has always been 
uh, sort of a go-to ready-made opportunity to spend time together, lay in the bed for a few minutes, pray. We've done different things over the years, and and not all of them spiritual. I mean, White and Thatcher and I watched you know, dude, perfect videos in the bed. They're like five minute little videos, but just they're fun things that we did over the years. Uh, now we mostly pray and talk about uh, prayer requests, but yeah, just time invest. Relational investment is always valuable um, and it is especially valuable in discipleship. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you, our listeners. We're really thankful that you tune in Daniel, thank you for joining again. Thanks for having me. And uh, may the Lord bless you and look forward to catching you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Shaped Home Podcast, produced by Providence Baptist Church of Raleigh, North Carolina. For more information and resources from Providence, visit us online at pray.org. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts.